From the Capitol in Madison, this is Wiz Politics Midday. Hello, everybody. I'm Adam Kelnhofer with WISPolitics.com, here with today's midday podcast brought to you by Spectrum. So, Foxconn, the Taiwanese tech giant that has constructed some new facilities in Racine County, has reached a new agreement with the state. And under that new deal, Foxconn could qualify for $80 million in state assistance if it creates just under 1,500 jobs and invests about $670 million in its Mount Pleasant operation. All of that has to happen by the end of 2025. I'm joined by Stephanie Hoff, the wispbusiness.com editor, and she's been working with the WISPolitics team on keeping up with the Foxconn deal. So, Stephanie, uh, how does this new agreement differ from the original contract? Yeah, happy to be on. So, Adam, this new deal really just slashes those maximum tax credits that Foxconn can get. So the original contract, that was made with former Republican Governor Scott Walker. In that agreement, Foxconn could get up to $3 billion in refundable tax credits. And that was if Foxconn created 13,000 jobs. Obviously, Foxconn didn't meet any of its goals to achieve that $3 billion in tax credits. And in October, the state said Foxconn couldn't get those credits anyway because they didn't build and make what they originally planning to in that contract. So the state and Foxconn worked on this new agreement, and this aligns more with the company's need for flexibility. So Foxconn, as we know, has pursued several business ventures. It scrapped plans to make ventilators, high-tech coffee kiosks, and two types of manufacturing facilities. Then Foxconn announced plans to build electric cars. This may or may not happen in Wisconsin, but the company has made COVID-19 masks and it just finished a giant globe for high-tech data servers in Mount Pleasant. And so this new deal supports that flexibility in what they decide to make. So Stephanie, what do stakeholders in this whole Foxconn deal think of this? The stakeholders being Wisconsin taxpayers and Foxconn workers. Yeah, well, let's start with Foxconn. So the company says this deal will actually attract other businesses to the state. So basically, Foxconn being here means that Wisconsin and its science and technology park in Mount Pleasant is a great place to live and work. And the working relationship between the state and Foxconn is a signal to other businesses to come over here. And the Wisconsin Technology Council had similar sentiments. So Tech Council President Tom Still says that Foxconn's present in the state will help meet some of those national challenges of onshoring. The onshoring effort has been accelerated by the pandemic. You know, we've had a lot of supply chain disruption overseas during COVID. And still says some other things too, like this deal makes Wisconsin a competitor in the global marketplace. It also protects investments already made by Wisconsin. The front page story on wispbusiness.com lists Foxconn's investments in the state if you'd like to check that out. But Adam, you're more on the political end of things. How are our lawmakers responding? So yeah, yeah, Stephanie, this whole uh, negotiation can't really happen without bleeding over into politics over here. Uh, and we've seen Foxconn become the main topic of many arguments among those in state government. Uh, the constant change in Foxconn's plans have led to Democrats casting a lot of doubts over the whole operation. They don't think that Foxconn can come through 
with the number of jobs that they promised or the investment that they promised previously. Dem Assembly leader Gordon Hintz cast some of those doubts on Foxconn's ability to make electric cars with hybrid electric car company manufacturer Fisker. Uh, he doesn't think that partnership is likely to happen based off of the track records of both companies. Uh, as we've talked about, Foxconn has had a little bit of a rocky past, and Fisker also has because they filed for bankruptcy last summer, and they have never actually made an all-electric vehicle, at least a mass production all-electric car, yet all of their vehicles have been hybrid. But Hintz does support this new contract. Hintz said that the new agreement with Evers is a much more realistic agreement than the past agreements, so he's more confident that Foxconn can come through with the goods. But Stephanie, over on the other side of the aisle, Assembly Majority Speaker Robin Voss says that this whole renegotiation of the contract with Foxconn is really just Governor Evers playing political ping pong again with the company. But Voss says that he is at least somewhat of a fan of the new contract. He said it gives Foxconn a new chance to take advantage of some funds. That's right, Adam. And thank you for walking through this with me. Wispolitics.com also dives into the details of this new deal. Visit the website to check that out. We've been building up to this news for a while. I'm certainly excited to see what Foxconn pursues. And of course, it's always promising to see bipartisan optimism in Wisconsin. Thanks for tuning in to Midday. Until tomorrow, I'm Stephanie Hoff. This has been WISPolitics Midday. For more state government and political news, visit wispolitics.com.